right. to to those right. of you that are listening and that's you please <laughs> go find go eat a go eat an oreo with milk <laughs> go smile indulge <laughs> an oreo with milk <laughs> yeah that'll 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 cure the cure the hate comments it'll cure right? all the toxicity and the saltiness you know because it'll give you some energy because there's iron in oreos apparently it's great great for your health welcome back to the bunker cast my name is Stuart mblore lore and today i am joined by broken law hello what is hello going on? you know hello. just just chilling just having a good time just vibing out dog oh yeah oh yeah happy to be here all right cool cool well um introduce yourself a little bit to uh the viewers if or, sorry the listeners if they don't know uh who you are yet <laughs> yeah so uh, i'm broken law i've been making youtube videos about apex legends since july of this last year so coming up on 11 months almost a year feeling good but yeah i'm all about kind of helping people get better having fun making people laugh and just having a good time cool man just under a year have you done any more any like content creation before that or is this like your first time no this is this was kind of my first thing so it's kind of you know it's kind of kind of a covid pandemic passion project you might say just trying to i don't know watching a lot of big creators like rain day and itemp and just one day i decided you know what like i want to i want to learn to do that i want to start editing my own videos i want to have fun and see if i can take a take a whack at this content creation and it's been a blast it's been a really good time sure yeah um you you are like one of the very few percent that would want to do that all of a sudden you know yeah Um, because most people they're just gonna consume content and they're gonna you know play the game or whatever but they're not really gonna get into that that content grind side of it you know yeah oh yeah um so that that's definitely super ambitious and it seems like it's been going decently well for you Um, it has so yeah no that's awesome how far in life are you at this point to to start now you know yeah so kind of interesting me and my wife we actually graduated with our degrees in college um and 2020 april of 2020 and so before that super busy like i literally would not have had time to make content before that I was playing Apex since it launched almost. I'm in my master's degree right now, and so it's actually a little bit less work than my undergrad. And so it's left me open time that I can have a flexible schedule with doing research whenever is available. And so kind of just felt like a good time. I wasn't doing much else that summer, so it was was time to, to pop into the content creation. I don't know if this is public information. You don't have to answer if like you're uncomfortable. How how old are you exactly? I am I am 26. Oh my. Okay. I know. I I think a lot of other people would be like, you know, with with you being being married and and, mm-hmm. and having a family and things like that. Um, a lot of people would probably you know say something like, oh, it's like you know too late. Exactly. For you to be doing that kind of stuff. So oh, yeah. Like. Do you think that that's fair or do you think that you maybe, you know, have the chance to still be able to work on this stuff? No, I, I totally understand that. It it definitely is different. You're not coming in with tons of time on your hands and you do kind of have a lot of responsibilities. Like I have to make sure that my wife and my son are taken care of. Right. Um, 
And with that, I think that's why I initially started on the YouTube side of things is because YouTube is so much more flexible than streaming. I can catch a couple games in a night whenever I have free time and then edit it whenever I have free time to be able to post it. Whereas with streaming, you kind of want to keep a schedule. So I'd say if you if you are a little bit later in life like I am, it's not too late. Like you you can still make a difference. You can still make an impact, grow a community and all. But it is going to be a little bit different than let's say you're 19 years old and you are you have all of your high school friends still that you can have them come and support you, or you just have tons of free time and a whole lot of disposable income, which uh, I right. don't have as much anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. No, that makes sense. So, I mean, that's that's got to be a lot of like time management on your oh, end yeah. that you're making mm-hmm. happen. Um, it is to where it's like everything's pretty much scheduled out, um, and I guess you you have that that set aside time for yourself to work on your own stuff, and then you have the time to like, um, you know, do stuff with your family and, and manage mm-hmm. all that. Yeah, which absolutely. is great. That's awesome. So, would you say that that is like? that's not really easy to do to like manage all of that so (laughs) no how do you go about managing your time like that so i think the biggest thing first off is being realistic with yourself like probably the ideal of youtube would be to post a, a video every single day but for me that's just not it's not doable since i am focused more on youtube like i'm not primarily a streamer and so with that like you have to be realistic you have to take a step back and say like okay is doing three videos and a stream a week too much? Is it taking me away from my family or is it is it doable? Is it going to take too much time? Is it going to be a full part-time job or a full-time job and really not be as beneficial to me in my work balance life? Because you kind of have to do treat it like a job in some ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's like it's kind of my relaxation time. So it's really nice to be able to sit down and edit a video and make myself laugh while I'm editing a video. So it's, sure. I don't know, it's interesting. It's interesting how there is kind of that dichotomy of it's work, but it's also play and getting that balance right. <laughs> yeah, 100%. You also have that that part of it where you're actually, you know, playing the game. Yep. And so yep. that definitely is, you know, more of like the relaxing time. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, you do have to look at, at it both ways especially because it does take uh, you know a decent amount of work to 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 start seeing results and make things happen you know as oh, far yeah. as content creation is concerned oh yeah it's a slow burn on youtube i would say for sure with that said when you are playing apex what are your thoughts on it um oh, yeah. like what do you think about its current state right now uh and maybe even like where it's going yeah i think apex is in a really good state but there's still like It's still been a little bit weird this season, honestly. With the introduction of arenas, it's brought a lot more players to the game in general, I think. Um, But at the same time, you have some players who are only playing arenas. And so the Battle Royale side of things is is kind of in this limbo almost, Mm -hmm. where you have the really sweaty players that are trying to push up to Masters and Predator. And you have some people are just barely getting into the game that are very casual, that just kind of play like an hour a day or or even less than that. And right. I'm awkwardly in the middle where I'm not super casual, but I don't have as much time as I'd like to really grind out the game. And so it's it's been interesting. But 
At the same time, I think Apex is really moving forward in a good way, that they're introducing more modes than just Battle Royale. They've got such a great lore and story, which I think is one thing that really brought me into the game further after mm-hmm. I got started. Because you go to other games, like, like I've never played Fortnite, but I look at all this stuff for Fortnite, and it's like, it's this mishmash of all these different all these different properties yeah. whereas apex is like very concentrated and there's the story there's the characters and how they interact with each other and how they're related and all of the titanfall universe behind it that i love it really makes it interesting to play these different characters absolutely yeah i i am a huge fan of lore for like every game so before i came to apex i was playing paladins and they they had some subtle hints of lore when they first started out you know like there's this war between these two sides and like you know that's what is happening here but as the game progressed you know they would dive more into like the 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 characters themselves and like what side they were on and like how they came to be on that side and things like that it was really cool to me uh to be able to learn about those different stories and just sort of like connect them all together you know just your little uh freaking murder board of like all of the different characters tying together and just how it was all like written for me that game got to the point where i ended up making this whole like D campaign because oh, i loved awesome. the lore so much and like i wanted to dive into it more and learn more about these characters and like create my own version of it right oh yeah um, oh man what if they did an apex D campaign like i was thinking of, of that as Ooh. at some point i was got like loba she's a rogue already man <laughs> i know i was i was like do i want to do this uh, on top of like all the other things that i'm working on right now because <laughs> like i i would love i would absolutely love to to make something like that happen i think that'd, that'd be, be so really cool because cool. then you could also like take elements from titanfall as well um it wouldn't have to be yep. just you know apex based but yeah I've, i i also like i started playing the titanfall 2 campaign and like you know you could see some of the like links between um between the two games and like the lore and everything and oh, yeah. uh yeah it's just very cool yeah no i would have to agree i think it is in a weird place there are definitely a lot of new players coming um i've had a lot of people hit me up and be like hey i want to try the game or i want to play the game more um you know just because of this latest season uh, the only thing that is is rough about that is because of the SBMM, mm-hmm. where I'm like level 500 because I've been grinding yep. the game for so yep. long, and they're like level 50, and so we're going up against other sweaty people, like more towards like my level, yep. and they have no idea what's going on, and it's so hard to like have to fight off these three stacks with them, <laughs> you know, struggling to to figure out what's going on. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, because it is such an interesting thing getting in with these new players and they don't yeah. know the abilities, they don't know the recoil of the different guns, they don't know the rotations or the map, and so it's or even how to loot necessarily. So it's just mm-hmm. whew. Could be rough. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I've seen some people joke about like Warzone players coming to Apex when they find people camping in corners <laughs> and things like that. And I that's totally just so those. freaking funny to me. It is. Because like definitely some warzone streams and gameplays that i've seen you you will just find little guys just hiding in attics or or um just different rooms and yeah oh yeah well a specific clip that comes to mind was professor frags and eight second gaming where they're coming in just outside of refinery they go into a house and there's a full 
team hiding in that house. <laughs> and it's just like, why, why are you ratting as a team like that? Like, yeah, I promise you, you can do better. <laughs> yeah, but I, I am very excited for the future, especially in the cop scene. Oh, yeah. I think Champs has been amazing oh, yeah. this past week. And uh, I'm, I'm very excited to see where the comp scene goes because uh, I've heard like, you know, little little rumors of like uh, future future things coming to the comp scene. So mm-hmm. I'm just very excited to see where it goes. Um, and I'm hoping that the BR scene will improve along with it as do, uh, as do we'll i see. yep but i think at the same yeah. time the the arena's potential for comp is huge i mean you think about the kind of tournaments that they've done with uh, the one i think about is lulu lovely's tournament for 100k mm-hmm. that was it showed the potential of arenas being yeah so interesting to watch so much strategy and to have that real competitive spark about it absolutely i would i would love to watch these pros like take each other on in organized lobbies mm-hmm. for arenas. Yep. I think that would be phenomenal because just the queue sniping was, was great to watch and was really intense. And I think seeing that sort of play out over an entire tournament would be very, very fun. Oh yeah. Okay. So I, I want to go, I want to go back a little bit to just sort of your, your streaming slash content creation history here. All right. Um, so you you said you started up around like 11 months ago yep um did you start out on youtube or did you start on twitch i did i started out completely on youtube and i i'll be honest i haven't touched twitch once i've never streamed on twitch (laughs) so i'm i'm definitely an outlier i am not your usual content creator right well i i am interested to hear your thoughts about like streaming on youtube because you know, I, I feel like if Twitch continues the way it's going, then YouTube definitely could overtake it as the yeah. more dominant streaming platform. Oh, yeah. Um, however, for me personally, I feel like I can't suddenly move to YouTube because oh, yeah. I have this community on Twitch. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. But, but because you've built up a community on YouTube, I think, you know, you're in a good spot right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and what, what do you think is... is great about youtube streaming specifically yeah so i think what's great with youtube is that you can build a community before you even stream once um Mm -hmm. i don't remember when i did my first stream i have to look it up but it was months after my first video it was months and so i had all of that time to bring people into my channel to help them get familiar with me as a creator before I even they even got a notification that I went live. And so I right. think that's so a you, big strength of YouTube. Yeah, so you started with videos and then and then went to streaming once you started exactly. to build that audience. Exactly. That's awesome, yeah. You said you haven't really touched Twitch or like I haven't. <laughs> I, I, I assume you've you've at least like watched streams. Oh, absolutely. It? Absolutely. Okay. I watched streams. I mean I was watching Shiv FBS just earlier today doing some right. scrims. Um yeah, I'm very familiar with Twitch. And I think Twitch definitely has a better viewing experience than YouTube mm-hmm. right now. But I think YouTube's not that far behind with live streams. I think they're coming right. closer. Yeah. And I mean, they just recently, I mean, I don't, it's, it's not that recent, but they just recently added like the clipping feature, which was a huge, oh, yeah. huge, huge that, addition that, that Twitch was doing. And so like now that YouTube has that, that 
you know, is giving them more and more um, advantage and and more and more of a chance to like get ahead. Yep. Yep. I would agree. And yeah, I think the other thing that YouTube really does have going for it is you it's browsable and searchable in ways mm-hmm. that you can't do on Twitch. For example, Absolutely. when I make a title for my live streams on YouTube, it's so much more important than I can than I think it is in Twitch because on Twitch, I don't know, this is just what I understand, but it's more about you have your followers and you have the category. So like, for example, just yeah. chatting or, or apex or Warzone, And that's where people are going to be able to find you more. Whereas on yep. YouTube, it's a lot more searchability. So for yeah. example, people have found me by searching for apex legends live ranked because mm-hmm. that's a specific thing they want to watch. So it's really, right. really interesting in that aspect. Yeah. And, and I think mostly for Twitch, as far as titles go, it's about um, trying to appeal to whoever's going to see your thing pop mm-hmm. up in yep. in their category or whatever. Um, I will say the Twitch has added some tags that are helpful. That's right, yeah, but they not do have that tags. much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, their discoverability is still pretty awful. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think it's definitely um, like YouTube's SEO is just like on, huh, so on good. challenge and and you know the fact that you can literally just type in what you want to see and it will come up is is great oh it's Um, it's scary sometimes (laughs) (laughs) um because i think for as far as twitch is concerned you know you're only going to find like you're you're just going to be able to like search up the username of someone that you want to see that's exactly yeah like there's, there's not much else that you can do there yep um but yeah, I think I think if if Twitch wants to compete, then they have to have, you know, better discoverability because mm-hmm. that's their biggest issue right now, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I would agree. But I think this, at the same time, YouTube has some has work to do on things other than discoverability to be a right. major, to bring more people that would start on Twitch to start on YouTube. Yeah, because you do have those those features like you know encouraging people to engage mm-hmm. with, the con- yep. with the content you know you have like channel points and you have um you know hype trains and things like that oh yeah gifted um, subs yeah right so that that definitely encourages more um interaction from chat whereas youtube sorry there's a blonde mower outside my window if it's loud <laughs> oh you're good yeah definitely definitely is uh has the advantage there as far as like features on the actual platform oh yeah but an interesting thing is i don't know i would almost compare youtube to so youtube v twitch is almost like obs versus streamlabs in some ways Mm -hmm. because with streamlabs you have so so many things integrated directly into the program whereas obs you kind of have to find plugins and other third-party applications and code and it, with right. YouTube, it's it's very possible to do a lot of the same things. Like, for example, I have channel points set up on my YouTube, and it's a blast mm. having people do challenges and whatnot and pe- right. help people to stay interactive. But it does take extra work. You have to find the specific chatbots that do it on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it's, it's essentially like you have this one platform that has more potential, um, but is just being overshadowed because, you know, 
that that potential is not being met i guess Mm -hmm. um so yeah so it it definitely helps maybe for 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 both platforms to to have that you know that short form content Mm -hmm. um to post and and to uh, to get your name out there as far as, you know, YouTube or sorry, TikTok and YouTube shorts. Yep. Um, you know, those, those are really impactful. Um, so you have been doing both for a decent amount of time. How, how long have you been doing like both of those? So I think I started doing TikTok maybe in December or November of this last year. Um, It wasn't until January of this year that I started doing YouTube shorts and I was extremely, extremely lucky. I caught on to YouTube shorts before most people actually knew about them. Mm -hmm. And so I had some shorts just absolutely go crazy. Like I was getting at least, I was getting around five to 10,000 views per short for a a long while. And it was, it was fantastic because I had like, 300 subscribers at the time (laughs) so it was a huge margin it was a huge increase and i would get like for every thousand views i'd get like two or three subscribers which was a big deal for me back then yeah 100 and especially Uh, moving on with tiktok being kind of a kind of on the stingy side with uh hating hard work and all as we like to say um youtube has been a lot better for the higher quality edits because you know, you, you upload it to YouTube because YouTube is, I'd say, a little bit on the higher quality than TikTok most of the time mm-hmm. for the average. What has your schedule been like as far as that kind of stuff? Have you been posting daily, almost daily? So uh, my content schedule, um, before shorts, I was, well, actually, almost since the beginning, I've been doing three videos a week. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Okay. I've only missed, like, one week of regular uploads like that because I was on vacation. Um, mm-hmm. And then once I started doing YouTube shorts, I started doing um, every other day. So I would do Monday, Wednesday, Friday, regular videos. And then Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, I do shorts on YouTube. So that way there's basically something every single day for people on my channel to look forward right. to. That's awesome. And that's worked out pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. I, I definitely have i i think that's probably why i feel like i've grown so so fast on tiktok um is probably because of my consistent uploads like Mm -hmm. i've been doing for a while there i was doing like two times a day maybe even three um and then more recently i've kind of bumped it down to once a day gotcha um but i think that's that's why I grew so fast is because I was putting out so much content um, that I, I put in those reps. I started learning what was good and what wasn't, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's more potential for, for more clips to pop off, that sort of thing. Yep. Um, so yeah, it definitely, it definitely helps to be more um, like, uh, like to, to post more often just to get those reps in. Um, but being consistent is also huge as well. Like, mm-hmm. even if it's just, you know, that, that three times a week, then people know when to expect, you know, your, your shorts or your TikToks or whatever. Exactly. Um, yep. So, cool. Yeah, and um, I think I think that really plays along well with YouTube, like, doing YouTube videos as well. Because you do, at the beginning, 
you have to figure out how to how to edit you have to figure out what works well how to get people to watch mm-hmm. more than 30 seconds of your video yep. and and putting out quantity almost over quality almost not 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 totally sacrificing quality but really just getting stuff out there is so important when you're starting on youtube i think because yeah. it's such a learning curve it's it's finding that middle ground right yeah like you don't want to just like not put effort into your youtube video in order to post more videos Mm -hmm. um but you don't want it to be the most perfect video either absolutely Um, it will never be perfect yeah you don't want to spend time just perfecting it perfecting it you just want to get it out and then move on to the next video because the more content you get out there the more feedback you can get and you can do better the next time and Um, more of a library you can create for people to watch yeah, absolutely. Like you just create that binge-worthy um, content, so people can will stay on your channel longer. You absolutely. Um, yeah, uh, I. So I actually started TikTok right around the same time. I think it was October of last oh, year, maybe. Nice. Um, so, you know, I I've been trying to put in a lot of work on, you know, those those TikToks mainly because i was editing for enoch at the time mm-hmm. and i was like trying to you know um learn myself uh for the purpose of like helping him mm-hmm. kind of determine what would do better um but you know it, it it more ended up that like we just started posting stuff and by the third video we saw that like okay so gaming um or just straight up you know um him just kill shooting and killing a bunch of people in pubs probably not the way to go no because um, yeah. because unfortunately people don't care about good gameplay on tiktok <laughs> um, yep. they just want to see more interesting things they want to see educational and entertaining content things like that um and that is what's going to do well. So, um, yeah, I, I put in so much work on my TikTok because I wanted to grow it as well and see if hopefully I could bring more people to my Twitch, my YouTube, that sort of stuff. Um, and I actually, uh, I had done shorts before, but what turned me off the shorts was when... It would sort of like bring down my typical watch time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yep. So like when you're posting sub minute videos and a whole bunch of people are watching that, then YouTube is saying, then when you post like an actual YouTube video, it's like, wow, your average watch time is higher because your typical is like 45 seconds <laughs> because oh, yeah. that's around how long you post. Oh, so yeah. for me, that was weird because I was like, I, I feel like I can't learn from this um because then i don't know when my video is actually doing bad yep if that makes sense yep um i think this was actually before they added in the um feature on youtube where you could actually see when people are like clicking off or skipping ahead or whatever Mm -hmm. where it like laid it out for you you know what i'm saying yep so that's that's what initially turned it turned me off to it um so i hadn't done shorts for like months and so this year I started to see the potential of shorts and like that it's more about growing that base um, through, you know, new subs 
to the channel like it's more to get your content out there and get that exposure and then once you sort of build that base that you have you can try to turn more towards those um the that long form content in order to you know start to get that watch time and you know if you're trying to monetize your channel and things like that absolutely yeah and um, i think it's interesting because i i had the same experience where i was I all my all my average watch time because I was getting thousands of views on my shorts and less than a hundred on all my other videos. My watch time was like an average of thirty seconds. <laughs> right. But um, actually, only recently in the last month, they've separated it out a little bit. Where yes, now you can see how does it rank among other shorts or how does it rank among your regular uploads? Which, oh, it's so nice. So, it's yeah, so nice so to see. Yeah. Yeah, they've, they've done it with the app too. Like I'll yep. hop onto YouTube Studio. I can look at it right now. It's, I like this so much because it's like, this is how this compares to other shorts. Exactly. Like, this is typical views, typical average percentage viewed, which is interesting. And then typical likes, like that's what they look at. Yeah, which is um, huge because that's, those are the analytics that matter most for shorts. <laughs> right. Instead of, you know, like, um, retention rate because there's no they're not like clicking on it they're no. they're scrolling through exactly. short videos exactly um so yeah i think that's that's super helpful um i think you know it'll definitely uh i guess help you to make higher quality shorts or if not just be more appealing to look at than like um you know a terrible watch time in retrospect <laughs> longer videos yep i would agree yeah um so so more recently i have started to post consistent shorts because i want to grow my apex channel and it's been doing so well so far that's awesome um, i think it's gotten like like some somewhere around like fifteen thousand views in the last month which is nice. insane oh that's um, great so yeah and 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 i've seen like consistent traction with my with my sub count as well um, whereas before it was like very slow with each video right um because i was just posting the the long long-term videos and if it's like nothing that's hitting the searches then i'm not really you know nobody's <laughs> not, not really mm -hmm. reaching anyone yeah thank you guys so much for listening to the bunker cast now i just wanted to remind you guys that you can support me financially every month on anchor.fm slash the bunker cast and it's as low as a dollar a month thank you to the two people that are supporting this podcast already and i thank you all for listening and hopefully following and leaving a rating on whatever podcast platform you're listening on anyways thank you so much and uh I'll let you get back to the episode something that I have found is consistent amongst um, TikToks and shorts is the comment section being <laughs> filled up with people who have nothing good to say. And no idea what they're talking about. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> that is interesting. It is. Um, and I, I, I just don't like... I can never tell which one has more hate comments because yeah. sometimes it'll it'll go either way. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah.
but I, well, that could also be just like a general internet thing. Yeah, I think I think it is just this thing, this idea of with all of us having access to the internet and being anonymous, everyone's an expert. Everyone knows exactly what's true in their mind, and that's what it is. Yeah, I have had so many people that come into my comments that are like, you know, kind of pretending to be the uh, the expert on the game as opposed to, to me as a content creator. Because um, I've only been playing the game since it came out. I don't really know right. what I'm talking about, you know? Right. Like, no, no. It's just very strange. Um, I, I don't have any valid opinions. I'm just the I'm just the person who started playing Apex from Warzone yeah. last week. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I have seen more, probably on TikTok, just because I get more comments on TikTok. Right. Uh, I feel like YouTube Shorts. I don't typically get too many. Mm-hmm. I'll get I'll get the occasional one or two for for short, but that's about it. Oh, but when you do uh, get them on YouTube, oof, they are spicy. Yeah, they are spicy. <laughs> I have one that's just like, uh, I think it was like me talking about Revenant being cringe, and he was like, the only thing I cringe from here is you. Um, <laughs> and then uh, oh, <laughs> someone else literally commented, your mom, exclamation point. And I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> we we can do better than that. I know yeah, we can. Yeah. Come on, you know what come I'm on. Like, like, that's just weak. Uh oh my gosh we already know you're on the internet just go google good insults to comment yeah exactly exactly <laughs> yeah put some effort uh, into it see tiktok is usually better i'll have comments like uh you're homeless um <laughs> or you look you look homeless i think it was the uh-huh. uh was the comment just uh, just different stuff like that dude i would get it all the time where it's like oh that wasn't that impressive like what are you a bronze player and i'm like and i go and look at their profile nothing crickets yeah no content it's like come on like yeah i'm doing my best i know i'm not a pred their whole thing is to just like go hate on other people because they they aren't doing anything at all right to to those of you that are listening and that's you please (laughs) go find go eat a go eat an oreo with milk (laughs) go smile indulge (laughs) an oreo with milk yeah that'll 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 cure the cure the hate comments it'll right cure all the toxicity and the saltiness you know because it'll give you some energy because there's iron in oreos apparently it's great great for your health the next time i see someone on twitter just try and ratio i hate ratios like oh a, my god i hate ratios so but like someone that's like someone that's actually responding to a very uh genuine and emotional post and they're just uh-huh. like ratio i'm gonna be uh, like yo uh. you want some oreos with milk no <laughs> please please tag me too please tag me i'll like come do the emojis of cookies and milk for him i brought you some bro that's that's awesome dude done how do you deal with them because i typically try to respond to them as as comedically as i can oh exactly Um, that is me too just to make fun of it and like just you know put it put it down in my mind because you know, I I am sometimes like insecure about that stuff. Oh yeah, um, totally like, feel it. Like, you know, for for me, a, a large part of my childhood was, um, you know, be being called names or like judged about. I'm a pretty skinny dude, right? Mm-hmm. So like that was something that you know people found to pick on me, especially like when I was in like middle school and stuff like that. Oh, I yeah. was also short, 
right? So I was short and skinny. I was very small. Um, <laughs> so, you know, that was, that was something that, you know, people would, would pick on me for. And so whenever someone finds a problem with me in any sense, it doesn't matter if it's like literally doesn't make sense, is stupid, mm-hmm. like whatever. It tends to get to me. It hurts, um, yeah. Yeah, and I try not to to let that happen. But sometimes I will get to the point where I just need to like shut off TikTok and like go do something else. Oh know? yeah. Oh yeah. Um because it's like it, it's sometimes infuriating how people will literally just because they are behind a screen, they feel like they are just free to say whatever, no matter who it hurts, you know. Yep. Yep. I am right there with you on that. And I think like for me personally, I, I, I'm a very comedic person. I'm very witty. I like to think, uh, I like to make my wife laugh a lot sometimes Mm -hmm. to, uh, to her demise. Um, (laughs) but so yeah, I definitely try and treat it a lot with humor and just like kind of laugh at the comments and be like, what Mm -hmm. are they even talking about? Like they have no clue, but uh, I'm also a very intellectual person. And so I will debate Sometimes I get fired up yeah. and I'll be like, this is why you're wrong. Here's a, here's a five point argument. <laughs> <laughs> no, and yeah, then, me too. And then they just come back. Actually, I had something on Twitter happen with this. And this guy was bashing on Apex on an Apex devs tweet. Mm-hmm. And so I got into a little tiff with him. And yeah. it was so funny because he finally came at me personally and was like, oh, you're so stupid making YouTube. You're so ugly and lazy because you make YouTube videos. And I was what? like, what the heck? How, I was making YouTube videos lazy. Like, do you even know what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, it just it's just so interesting because there is this anonymity that people have and wanting to get reactions, wanting to get clout. And it's it's interesting. Mm-hmm. You do just sometimes have to take a step back. But I I usually try and diffuse it with humor because I've actually, I'll be honest, I've actually gotten some subscribers from diffusing toxic comments so that's wild it's it's crazy you can you can change hearts with with laughs Mm -hmm. (laughs) i have heard a saying before that i think i try to i try to use whenever i can which is don't argue with stupid because it won't get you anywhere (laughs) it won't um you're either going to be so frustrated from trying to prove your point and they're just going to use they're they're going to be fallacy fallacy freaks yeah <laughs> or something like that <laughs> yeah because you know in my mind it's like i i have the common sense you know like i like this is a very valid point but they're mm-hmm. not gonna listen to it no. they're just gonna sit there and say whatever they want in order to get a rise you know yep. like that's it yep. other than rampart being the best legend in the game she's definitely s tier i mean that's that's indisputable <laughs> yeah she's she's the um... best <laughs> I had this TikTok recently. I, I'm assuming you saw it where I was like, I try to be like caution, right? And I tried to oh, I did. Yep. And play. Uh-huh. So many people. I went live during this, by the way. So I got a lot of like views all of a sudden. Nice. So many comments all immediately were hate. I came back off of the live and, I, and all the comments were hate comments. So in the, in the clip, right? I basically kill two people that are low health mm-hmm. um, because, you know, they like it was a duo. It was a duo's game. And so my friend had just done damage to them. And so I wrapped around and I killed them both. Right. I said, I'm better because that's just something yep. that I say sometimes when Always. I kill someone. Always. Um, <laughs> or get and Rick then scrub. the comments. 
yeah, the comments were like, are you though? Like, they were so low. You're not better. Like, they, you're not better by much. Oh, yeah. Um, it was just weird. Or they're weaker, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, because they're uh, dead. Suck it. But yeah, so so let me just <laughs> let me just read some of these. Um, oh, please do. Someone said, "Are you homeless?" I said, "Yeah, I stream from the sewers." <laughs> um. Someone said, "Bro, they were low." I said, "They were." Thanks for pointing that out. They had no health. How are you better? They died. I didn't. Easy That's, concept. I actually thought that would definitely be my response. Absolutely. <laughs> Who's alive? Me. Suck it. Yep. Just oh, stuff man. like that where I was like responding to them just super sarcastically like point like things were pointing out the obvious and, and it's so funny especially for me because like i'm not i'm not cracked out of my mind like when i get a squad wipe it's crazy because it almost never happens and so <laughs> when i would like when i get a squad wipe and i post i'm super proud of it and people are like oh you wouldn't last a minute in my lobbies and i'm like yeah. get off me bro i know i'm trash <laughs> Leave me be. Let me ex- let me celebrate. <laughs> let me vibe. You know exactly. I'm just vibing with my homies. I I, I think it's a good method, um, to to go with it to just like respond in the most comical way possible. Yep. I just found myself spending way too much time on a comment. And oh I was yeah. Like, All right, I just need to move on. I was yep. like, I was like, I'm not gonna find any sensible answer for this. So I'm just gonna... like, I was just so like, I I think my brain. I just sat there for a minute. and I was like. I can't fathom like, <laughs> how much effort is not being put into any sort of thought about this <laughs> comment. Uh, oh man! So, yep. especially when you have to decipher it because there's absolutely no punctuation. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, if I if I spend too much time on it, I'm like, all right, I just gotta I just gotta ignore it and move on. Like I can't. There's no way I can entertain this at all. So nope. It's entertaining for a moment, and then you need to move on because otherwise. They, they will not stop because they have nothing better to do. <laughs> now, I am curious. You try to have, like, family-friendly content I do, on, yep. on YouTube. I do. Um, now, playing a game like Apex, where you're going to have other people interacting with you in-game mm-hmm. um, and things like that, how, how do you try and, and keep that family-friendly? Um, do you ever have, like comments or or anything like that where people are like why are you so you know like pg or whatever do you ever have that sort of stuff happen like you know interesting enough i have never had anybody say that something like that to me nobody's ever said like why don't you swear or i I mean that's the biggest thing like why don't you swear and nobody's ever said that to me actually so it's it's interesting um i will say a lot a lot of people that are like my regulars on my youtube channel are like mm-hmm. thirteen year old kids. Like oh. I I've got a I've got a good amount of kids that watch my content, which is kind of fun. <laughs> right. Um but yeah, and it, it is interesting in a game where you do have like team you have team vibes and whatnot. Team vibes, wow, what am I saying? Well you have like team chat. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so that's for a long time I would only stream with my buddy who's also family friendly. And right. so I just wouldn't I would really make sure to protect my ch- my channel that way. And when I'm editing videos, I will always edit out when somebody swears. Like well, almost, almost always within the PG PG thirteen range. I'll I'll leave that, but edit above that. Um, sure. But yeah, it's been it's been interesting, and especially like 
there was one time I was streaming, I was solo queuing two weeks ago and ranked, and this guy was swearing, and then all of a sudden he asked, like, hey, like, do you do you mind if I swear? And I actually said, I, like, had a frank conversation, like, like, I appreciate it if you don't swear, but, like, your own person, like, I can't control what other people say or do, so I just have to do my best and, like, try to influence a good environment, and he stopped swearing after that, which I really appreciated, so... There, there are good people out there. People are, people are willing to adapt. Yeah, hundred um, percent. So I'm, I'm typically, I had a family friendly um, vibe on my main channel for a long time, and I still try to keep it like typically um, family friendly, at least on my Minecraft channel, mm-hmm. right for YouTube. Right. Because um, I know that that's more of like a younger audience. Yep. yep. Um, at least like with this kind of stuff that I do um so you know i i that's what i try to do for that um but it was an, an interesting transition on my twitch because like i started out streaming and being pretty much family friendly on there um but when i started getting apex you know i i, I started to like play with other people that would swear and things like mm-hmm. that yep um you know and so for me personally like i will i will swear on a occasion mm-hmm. i try not to but i i will i will do it yeah um but like you know i i try to keep like at least you know positive vibes going and i don't oh, yeah. i don't like i don't use it in like a like a negatory way you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um so for me at least that's sort of how i can still create this like safe community because i don't think i have too many kids that watch me mm-hmm. on twitch so you know i i kind of keep it like casual but i do understand like you know if you have that that kid-based audience you know you want to not <laughs> do that and like try to keep it safe for them yeah um, absolutely especially especially if like you know you don't want their like parents you know getting yeah. like upset about that kind of stuff or oh yeah whatever well, I think a lot of it also just stems like um, I just don't swear in general personally. Like that's when when I'm on stream, I'm not filtering myself. That's that's literally how I am. And so I think that might even been part of the reason why I started making content is because I was watching like people I think I was watching back when I started like real crafty occasionally or this and oof woof. They, they got mouths. They got mouths. <laughs> and so I kind of wanted to emulate more like the Rain Day and iTemp and yeah. Janks and those people. Because uh-huh. I really enjoyed that. And I wanted to be able to make content that I could put out to like my family and friends and be like totally fine. Like this is totally good to watch. You don't have to worry about anything. No, I think I'm the same way as far as stream goes. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I've just because I've created that, that space on my YouTube, that's just sort of how... I naturally will make content because oh, yeah. I'm not oh, like yeah. swearing a whole bunch. And I, I don't think I personally, when I'm, you know, in a conversation with someone, I'm like, you know, swearing too much either. It's just no. like, you know, like I will, I will do it very, very occasionally if it's like a specific with purpose circumstance or something. Yeah, exactly. 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 I, I know of like certain people that, that will filter themselves. And I think it creates mm-hmm. this very, it feels disingenuine, right? Mm-hmm. and i think that's that's the case for you know not just like swearing but like if you're hiding aspects of your personality from you know your audience and things like that i think that's also apparent absolutely if that yeah. makes sense 
I think that's what we want to look for when we're watching content is gen- genuine reactions, genuine interactions. Mm-hmm. And that's that's why people watch streams to interact yeah. like that. Okay, so some other life stuff for yeah. you. Do you have a full-time, I would assume you have like a full-time job or something. Kind of. Or- <laughs> um, so with my master's program, I'm doing research, which is how I get funding for it all. And oh. so, <clears throat> so it's super flexible. Like I work whenever I want and I kind of have certain things I need to get done in the week. And after that, it's pretty much free reign for me, which is really nice when I'm trying to make content because yeah, it does sure. give me a lot of flexibility with editing videos in the middle of the day on Tuesdays and Thursdays and mm-hmm. hanging out, watching streams and whatnot when I can. Yeah, definitely. What is your dream job then? Are, is this your dream job or do you think like that field? Do you, do you want a job in that field? Yeah, so, so I'm doing mechanical engineering and kind of my dream job in there would be like product development. <coughs> the Rona, just kidding. Not the Rona. I'm vaccinated. <laughs> We're good. But with that, I would love, I would love to do product development. And since really getting into content creation, like, I would love to go work for a company like Logitech or HyperX or Razor or any of those big peripheral companies, or even Dell, like with Alienware stuff. It would just be so cool to kind of bring my passion for gaming and content with my skills of like design and engineering together to be able to really kind of tailor myself to that kind of job. Um, But at the same time, honestly, another dream aside from that would be doing YouTube, like having a gaming channel and maybe doing another channel that's kind of similar to Mark Rober where I'm doing like kind of engineering stuff, but for fun. Um, And then I'd be able to spend more time with my family, hopefully, because it would be kind of a little bit on the passive income with doing all of that stuff. Just decided to walk in the room. (laughs) Lay down, please. But yeah, no, that's really cool. Just like combining combining the two worlds. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So so since we're almost out of time, one, Mm -hmm. one last question for you. So throughout your, I guess, kind of journey as a content creator, what is the biggest obstacle you feel that you have faced? Mm. I think for me, it's got to be time. Um, mm-hmm. Having enough time to play, to edit, to figure out what kind of content I'm wanting to making. And with that, if I, I feel like if I had a little bit more time, if I wasn't working as much, I think I would probably have been able to grow faster on YouTube and TikTok. Mm-hmm. and I, I mean, I'm on TikTok, and there's always these videos like, you should be posting three times a day, and I'm like, that is that is just not realistic for me. Like, I, I right. don't have that kind of time, and so I think that's probably been my biggest challenge. Um, mm-hmm. But aside from that, I think it was just learning what kind of content people actually want to watch. Because sure. when I first started, I was watching people like iTemp and Jenks, and their videos are primarily just gameplay. And mm-hmm. they're just they're just kind of playing and putting their gameplay up every day. Yep. And so I thought I could do that initially, which newsflash it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> you you have to make stuff that people can find and so um <clears throat> with that the the challenge was figuring out how to get my content in front of people. 
how to become discoverable in a way that will bring people in that it's not just for gameplay where I'm getting wins every time, but it's people coming to invest in me, invest in my personality, and to want to come and hang out with me, so to speak, again. Right. I think I had sort of a similar experience because I hard struggled with both of my channels. Mm -hmm. And... I think even I, I I feel as though I have killed my main channel at this point, um, but I still try and put in the effort to kind of revive it because oh yeah you know I I want to see it succeed and I think that I can make it happen, um, but it's just going to take a lot of work for me to do that. Mm -hmm. But the the purpose for that is, or or I guess like how I did that was up until the end of. 2019 i don't know if you've like listened to podcast episode before heard me talk about this before but um i was part of this uh group this minecraft roleplay group mm -hmm. um, that had a lot of popular series had a big fan base um and so i was producing those series on my channel and um at the end of 2019 can you stop walking around please <laughs> dude just lay down at the end of 2019, I decided to leave that group um, mm -hmm. because uh, the it was also the, like the end of our relationship, gotcha. and I didn't want that to be like super awkward, right? Oh yeah. Um, and so I left that group, and it left this big void in my channel mm -hmm. um, because now I didn't have any series to post besides, um, you know, one that I was making with a friend. And then he just got super busy, so then I couldn't make any really any more episodes of that. Um, and so I was having to like put in the work myself, and it was just taking too long. And so my thought was to just all of a sudden start, you know, taking highlights from my streams and just putting it on there. There you go. And you know, some of them would do decent, but others would not, um, because. You know, it was Apex, and it was stuff that my audience was not interested in at all. Mm -hmm. And so people started unsubbing with every video. And, ah, that's hard. you know, my, my click-through rate dropped and all of this stuff. Um, and basically, I was killing my channel because that's not what my subs wanted to watch. Exactly, um, yep. Essentially, finally decided, okay, let's not upload this other content to... Um, you know to this channel let's just uh make a new channel mm -hmm. and so that's what i did um i started out uh i started my channel my my second channel i think it was early 2020 like march maybe first video on my channel did amazing um like 50 some views for my first one and like i only had like you know a few subscribers so um, so that was pretty cool. And so I started to post more content like that, but that was Valorant, right? Mm -hmm. Like first video I posted was Valorant. And so I started posting more Valorant videos and then all of a sudden I got back in Apex. Mm -hmm. And so I posted a couple Apex videos. One popped off cause it was me, uh, reacting to the EA play live thing. Gotcha. Yep. And then after I'd been doing this, posting 
on this side channel and on my main channel. It got to the point where I was like, I don't have time for this. <laughs> I'm just going to make it easier on myself and post both on my main. Gotcha. And I ca and so I had this back and forth of like, okay, maybe it will work. Okay, no, it won't work. Okay, maybe it will work. No, it won't work. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was awful. And so I can I continue to make mistakes involving my main channel. Um, and, and also the side channel, because then I switched it up to Apex and like Among Us and like all this other stuff when I should just focus on one game. Because um, that's typically what you want to do with a YouTube channel yep. is just focus on one game or one type of thing. Yep. So now it's like, you know, if I see any anything that is higher than my usual, you know, that's that's good for me because I'm like, absolutely, okay, yep. You know, it's it's getting somewhere, um, but it's it's gotten to the point where I've wanted to delete my main channel at some at, at some points, like just been like i don't want to do this anymore you know this thing is dead i even had someone come and comment on my channel and say it was dead Oof. um Hate and, that. and that was yeah that was tough um you know i've had to to unlist some videos because i want to push out my newer videos to get recommended instead of the older ones mm -hmm. um you know all this different stuff and you know we're i'm trying to to make it work and 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 revive it um, but because I made so many mistakes with it, that is an obstacle that I created myself that I'm still dealing with. And, you know, I think that's part of content creation. You have to make the mistakes and mm -hmm. learn from them and move forward because that's, that's the best way to learn most of the time with us. Yep. Absolutely. All right, man. Well, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast and, Me and too, man. talking about blast. this stuff. And, you know, um, it was also really good timing because uh, my wife poked her head in and we're uh, about to head to the hospital. So, <laughs> No, are you serious? <laughs> yep, we're going to be heading there in the next 20 minutes or so. Is this like a like a check-in or is this like... This is um, the... for the... My wife is being induced. This is our second kid. Oh, my gosh. That's so awesome, man. <laughs> so, good timing. Really Yo, good timing. What a, what a start to my season two, bro. Like, what the frick? <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's Stay awesome. Stay tuned for next time when Broken uh, <laughs> has another baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, dude. Yeah. Well, uh, really quick, just plug yourself for the listeners. Yeah, so uh, if you guys are looking for some guides, if you're looking for some funny wins over on Apex Legends, I make videos every Monday, Wednesday, Friday with shorts, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. And I'm live Wednesday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. Mountain Standard Time where we laugh a lot let's be honest because we laugh at myself when i die and when i don't so if you're interested in that youtube.com slash b-r-k-n-l-a-w thank really you dope. so much man really appreciate yeah. having me on yeah thank you thank you for uh for joining you're and, very um, welcome we will see you guys in the next episode